shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see Who you'll be It's time to express yourself Where teens talk and the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. What's on your reading list this year? It's a new year full of new memories, new adventures, and of course, new reads. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself, our program by for young people, a platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Young Juwan. And I'm Caitlin Darrow. Today on Express Yourself, we'll be talking about reading, which is one of my favorite pastimes, and we have some great guests lined up for you. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. Last week, you met Matt comedian, actor, and teen heartthrob. This week, we have two more members of his talented family, Alec and Becca, who have formed a group called This Boy, That Girl, or TBTG for short. This Boy, That Girl is an American pop-slash-hip-hop band. The TBTG brother and sister duo have been storming through Hollywood and blazing up indie radio stations coast-to-coast since their recent debut with their hit song, Music Is My Language. Just out, and their music already scored nine Indie Music Channel 2013 nominations, including Best Teen Band, Best Teen Recording, Best Teen Pop Song, and Best Teen Rap Song. From a family of five kids, including two sets of twins, yes, you heard correctly, two sets of twins, both born on September 30th, eight years apart, making communication a bit hectic sometimes. However, out of this wonderful chaos, Alec, the oldest of the crew, and Becca, one of the older twin sets, have developed a comradely relationship that meshes perfectly to create their special tunes and rhymes, or as they like to call it, their language. Welcome, Becca and Alex, to Express Yourself. Hi, Becca. Hi, Alex. Hey, guys. Hey, what's up? Thanks for having us on. Of course. Well, since the show's theme today is about reading, what is on your reading list for this year? Well, Becca's reading list is like uh, high, I, high school football boys. Oh, my books God, about high football <laughs> <laughs> I read um, very... Uh, I read, like, romantic comedy books, ones that would turn into romantic comedy. <laughs> yeah, those are also my best. type of books. Like the teen romance section. <laughs> and so how many years are you guys apart? Um, we're 18 months, so you're not. Oh, okay. Yes. And it's amazing that you have two sets of twins, both born on the same day of September 30th. I'm really not sure how common that is. But are you guys all musical? Yeah, we, well, you guys know Matt, um, he does his music, then, then we do music, then we have a little 10-year-old brother and sister who, they're shy, but they have, I think they're the most talented they have, they have in the talent. family. They have talent, they have talent. They're like a mini This Boy, That Girl. <laughs> Aw. Well, actually, how did you your name, This Boy, That Girl, um, TBTG for short, um, how did that name help? 
Um, I mean, it's it's kind of ego. I think it just it just happened. Honestly, we had yeah. a bunch of different names. You know, like some corny, like stupid sibling names. But, <laughs> but like that that one, like I don't know, but we we're in the studio, and then Becca loved it. Our manager loved it, and that was the one who was like, "No, that's so whack." But like, I ended up falling in love with it. It just like grew on me. But like. And now we have a bunch of hats, like snapbacks and everything. That oh, yeah, I wear, I wear TBT <laughs> snapbacks every day. I literally just picked up a bunch today. We're going to start selling them, too, on our website. We're actually wearing them right now. Wow. Yeah. I thought it was a video, so I brought some up. <laughs> we'll be really excited to see later, though. But I know Zoe Deschanel also has her music called She and Him, which kind of reminded me of this boy, that girl. Oh, the name. Yeah. But yeah. what is unique about you two and the type of music that you guys do? Um, I mean, I would say there's a big lane for us right now. I, there's not really a, a boy-girl group out. Brother-sister. Yeah, we're brothers and sisters. Well, we're brother and sister. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. Our music is its a pop hip-hop. It, it's a unique sound. I mean, I think our, our music is It's very... evolved as we've gotten older, too. So Yeah, but it's, it's really versatile, too, because it has his flavor and it has my flavor in that way. It, um, it, it reaches out to more people, people that like pop music, people that like hip-hop, and everywhere in between. Gangster <laughs> <Definitely>. rap. <laughs> so, Becca, we heard that you were a part of Kids Bop. So how exactly was that experience? I did kids bop when I was 14. That was when I was getting involved with um, the business. <laughs> I was getting involved with all this stuff out here in LA. She was the same height, by the way. <laughs> I'm five foot. Anyways. <laughs> um, no, it was a really good starting point. I loved just being on set and being able to go online and see everything that I did. I don't know. That's honestly really, why we moved out here. Yeah, we're from Colorado originally, and then we moved out here for music and for uh, all this of crazy Becca. stuff. She changed, she changed our lives. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so what made you guys create your group, and how long have you guys been a group? Is, well, there, is oh. there a backstory to this? Yeah, so like... Uh, I, I don't know. I was gonna think of like some like super weird, long, crazy story that wasn't even true. But <laughs> I failed, so. Um. So what I'm gonna happened? say it because uh, you just messed that up. I know. I messed <laughs> so we created the group like uh, two, three years ago. Yeah, about three years ago, and then we we always like we obviously live in the same house because we're siblings. Um. We always like did made songs together. Like on guitar, we wrote songs. Like I'd rap, she'd sing, and like eventually we're like, it sounds good. We might as well like. Just do this together, like for yeah. for real, you know. Make it a group. Yeah, then, I'm sure you're very thankful magic, that you did. Magic was made. <laughs> of history in the making, right? I now. was just gonna say that. That's so weird. Oh my god! It's, almost, <laughs> it's almost like we're siblings. <laughs> so I just heard a little bit about the anti-bullying platform that you two really represent. So why is it important for you to do that? And can you tell us a little bit more about that? Um, yeah, right now we're on uh, our school tour, which is sponsored by Champions Against Bullying. Tour. Yeah, our tour. And it's um, <laughs> going through middle schools, high schools, and actually some elementary schools recently. And we are um, just promoting uh, anti-bullying and uh, with our music. And, I mean, it's really important to us. Uh, I was bullied in middle school. 
a lot. And um, I mean, I feel like everyone gets to see that that part of it. So. And and everyone speaks the language of music, you know. Hence our name of our song, "Music Is My Language." You know, like yeah, people like bully you, whatever. But like, it's an easy way to like get in touch with the kids at the school through music because everyone loves music. You know what I mean? And how would you encourage those who are a victim of bullying to fight bullying with a more positive strategy? Um, twerk. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. No, no, just don't be afraid to stand up for yourself and don't just let it happen. You know, let someone know that there's there's other things in life that are going to be better. Like it's going to, you're going to look back on it and you're going to be like, I cannot believe that I even went through that. Bullies are only cool in high school. (laughs) They go nowhere in life. So you're good. The billionaires were bullied. Yeah, I always am so astonished by people like Ellen DeGeneres or Lady Gaga who say they had such terrible experiences in middle school while they were growing up. And today they're so famous and so influential. Yeah. Like they're they're laughing on at the other at the bullies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um Sneak. so jumping topics a little bit, but um how exactly is it working being around your siblings? often because I have two sisters and I don't know I feel like it would drive me crazy a little bit so I was just wondering how it was to work with your siblings so often well we do drive each other crazy a little bit yeah I would say say that's that we have our sibling fights you know like like every sibling but at the end of the day, you know, we're siblings and we support each other. And it's not like working with, like, someone else who's just out there for themselves. You know, we have each other's best interests and we have each other's backs. So, you know. Well, thanks so much, Alec and Becca. We know you are excited by fan responses to your music and are itching to share more. Check them out on Facebook at facebook.com slash thisboythatgirl. Keep your ears pierced for their exciting new releases. You are listening to Express Yourself Teen Radio, and I'm Young Juwan. Right now, you... Right. Sorry. You're so excited, but right now you're going to be treated to their single "Music Is My Language." And also, just want to let everyone know, I have a mixtape, more hip hop dropping in January, and me and Becca are releasing an EP in like February or March with our new music. So everyone, stay tuned for that. Follow us on Twitter, follow us on Facebook, all that stuff. Love you guys. Love you. Thanks so much. Thank you.
that was this boy, that girl single, Music Is My Language. During the break, visit www.expressyourselfteenradio.com to see photos, descriptions, links, and more. Also, be sure to check us out on Tumblr at btsyaradio.tumblr.com. We'll be right back with the critically acclaimed narrator of over 700 audiobooks, Simon Vance. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Young Juwan. And I'm Caitlin Darrow. In the past few years, more and more people are listening to books instead of reading them. Have you ever wondered who are these amazingly talented readers who are voicing the words of the author? I know I sure have. Well, narrator Simon Vance is the critically acclaimed narrator of over 700 audiobooks, winner of 47 Audiophile Earphone Awards, and a 10-time Audio Award recipient, including the 2012 Audio Award for Best Solo Male Narration. Simon was named a Golden Voice by Audiophile Magazine, and Booklist Magazine named him its very first voice of choice. Recently, he recorded A Hundred Flowers by Gail Miyama, Bring Up the Bodies by Hilary Mantel, which was also an Audi winner this year, and of which the author herself even said, no author could hope for a more faithful and imaginative audio version, and Rod, which was the autobiography of Rod Stewart. 
Some of his best-selling and most critically acclaimed performances include The King's Speech by Mark Logue and Peter Conradi, Ian Fleming's Casino Royale, Oscar Wilde's The Picture of Dorian Gray, Patrick O'Brien's Master and Commander series, all 21 titles, the new productions of Frank Herbert's Dune series, and one of my favorite books, Stieg Larsson's The Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. He also did... Rob Gifford's China Road. Welcome, Simon, to Express Yourself. Well, hi there. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> of course, of course. So I wanted to know, how did you become a narrator? Because I think that this is a really awesome and cool job, but I feel like it's very uncommon. Yes. Well, uh, you know, I'm I'm getting on a bit in age, so I, I started a long time ago. Um, you know, I, 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 when I was a child, there were very few audiobooks. I think there were recordings of Dylan Thomas, I think J.R.R. Tolkien, the <laughs> author of Lord of the Rings and things like that. So it wasn't exactly the kind of thing I rolled out of bed in the morning and said, boy, I really want to be an audiobook narrator. <laughs> so it, it, I think it just sort of all came together for me. Um, I mean, I could go back to, to being brought up listening to the radio a lot. And we did have TV. I'm not that old, but I listened to the radio an awful lot. And uh, so I'm, I'm influenced by, by the, the, the listening to the spoken word. Um, I worked as a BBC newsreader on the radio in the 1980s um, in London for about 10 years. And in my spare time, because I, I arrived in London in 83, I didn't, have, didn't know that many people and I was working weekends and overnight shifts and things. In my spare time, I didn't really have people to hang out with. So I, I went to the Royal National Institute for the Blind's Talking Book Service um, and I volunteered as a, as a reader. Um, and I would sit down in a studio for one afternoon a week and record for a couple of hours, and I never thought much about it. It was something to do for the blind and partially sighted, and then 10 years later, I found myself in California, uh, and uh, I decided I was going to be a full-time actor, which I am, uh, but I also decided to uh, to earn some money because acting doesn't pay much at the beginning. Um, and, yeah. and audiobooks were being produced commercially. This was about 20 years ago. And I was lucky enough to get in touch with uh, the owner of Blackstone Audiobooks, who's based in Ashland in Oregon. And uh, I, I passed the audition, and I've been narrating audiobooks since then. It sort of came it's together amazing. for me. Yeah. And what is the process of narrating an audiobook? How long does it take? Do you prepare different voices for different moods? Like, how does it work? Well, so many people have so many different work processes. Um, for me, uh, and, and in terms of how long it takes, I'm actually pretty efficient. Let me start there. I, I, I can record in the studio. I have a studio in my house here. And I can record what ends up being about a finished hour in about an hour and a quarter. Or, or less. Um, uh, what I do is I record straight through, and obviously I'm going to make mistakes. I mean, you may listen to me read for 22 hours and read perfectly, but that's because somebody's gone back over it and listened to it and picked out the mistakes and said, Simon, you've got to re-record this bit. Um, so about an hour and a quarter to do a, a, an hour. Um, people beginning in audiobooks can take as much as two hours. Uh, you get very self-conscious. It's very hard not to stumble over words a lot. So it can take two more, more hours than that. Um, in terms of preparing the book um obviously it's best to pre-read the book i'm a good sight reader as a, something i learned as a an audio as a newsreader for the bbc uh, when the news comes on you don't always have a lot of warning you're thrown things like uh, the joke was in those days if we were given the czechoslovakian soccer team and we had to read all their names you know you just go for it um so i was a pretty good sight reader and i'm a pretty good sight reader but i still like to prepare um and as i'm reading a book 
Um, I don't often, I, I suppose in the back of my mind that when I'm pre-reading it, I'm, I'm reading it mainly for the story to find out who are the good guys, who are the bad guys, um, you know, what's going on, especially with a novel, a mystery novel, you, you don't want to, um, you know, give away the, the, mm. the story before you get to the end of it. So, <laughs> but you do need to know what's going on. So you, in my mind, I suppose I'm thinking about the voices, but quite often for me, and I know other people work differently. Um, I will improvise in the moment. So the moment I come to the character, I'm, it depends on how I'm feeling, how I've introduced the guy. Let me give you an example with Charles Dickens, for example. He, he's wonderful because he, he spends about a paragraph describing a character before they even open their mouths. So you've got this sense of, of the shape of this person and what they look like and how they behave. And out of that, as an actor, it's a sort of an actor's instinct thing. You, you produce a voice. And usually it works for me, and it's very rare that I'll find the first voice that comes out doesn't work. But I know other other people, like Jim Dale. I don't know if you've heard of him. Uh, he was a famous British actor, and, and he lives in New York now. He narrated all the Harry Potter books in the U.S. Um, and he's very well known for producing this amazing number of different voices. And I know he actually sits down with the book beforehand and decides exactly what kind of voice he's going to give wow. the character. Yeah, there's a lot of work involved. Mm. And I think that a lot of people don't realize the work that goes into narrating a book. We don't see all of that backstory. So is it difficult work to narrate a book? And just speaking about Harry Potter, I know that many of those books are very, very thick. So about yeah. how long or what is the longest book that you've ever had to narrate and how long does it take you? If you a book is... If yeah. a book is maybe 500 pages, does it take you a couple of weeks or a month? Yeah, I'll, I'll start with the first one. It's exhausting reading books. <laughs> you, you, I, I need a lot of sympathy. It's, it's hard work. Um, no, actually, it's, 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 it's fun. Um, I think if, you, if you're going to be an audiobook narrator, you love reading, and, and it's, it's, it's a joy. You, you do need stamina. You know, it's like a runner loves running but is still exhausted at the end of a marathon. Um, how long does it take? Uh, I I tend to sh schedule about uh, three finished hours a day, um, and I know people. Some people do two hours. I have in the past done four or five hours a day when I've been really pushed, but you can't do that for very long because, like a, a runner, you have to maintain your health, and uh, you know you don't want to ruin yourself too early on. Um, so if you think of finishing three hours a day. You can do a 15-hour book in a week. Now, that would be working three hours every day. Uh, and the three hours, it's not like, you, you know, I, I remember doing an interview for a newspaper some time ago, and, and uh, I think it, they quoted how much I was paid per finished hour. And I, I think it had people thinking, oh, an eight-hour day, that's so much. But you can't work eight hours in the studio. It, you'd be uh, going insane, and your voice would have, would have worn out long before that. So three hours a day. Um, uh, 15-hour book in a week if you're working every single day. Uh, the longest book I've done, I think, I mean, the series you mentioned, uh, Patrick O'Brien's series of 21 books, and they're, they're all about 10 hours long wow. each one. So that's a lot of hours. I, I, I think the longest single book I did, I just think of Sherlock Holmes, which I did earlier this year, <laughs> but many years ago I did um, The Count of Monte Cristo, and that's, oh, 40, wow. that's 44 hours. Um, <laughs> wow. And I think... I, I think back in those days, it probably took me a good about a month to do that. Wow. Um, and I'm living a life beyond that. I, you know, I'm a father with two kids, and they're older now. But back then, they needed work. So, <laughs> in fact, they still do need work sometimes. But um, <laughs> yeah, and, and as I say, the Sherlock Holmes at the beginning of the year, I was asked to do 
the, all the the whole canon, which is uh, Arthur Conan Doyle's fifty six short stories wow. and four full length novels. I think that's right. And I I spread that out, and it took me something like two months. I I spread put a couple of other books in between it, and so on. I think that was about eighty five hours. But I, again, I, I had other books to do as well because I don't like if, if it's a lot of different stories like that. I like to throw some other books in because you can get a little single tract and I like to sort of mix it up a bit. Well, thank you so much, Simon, for this fascinating look into the world of audio narrating. For more info about Simon Vance's work, visit simonvancebanc.com. I'm Young Juan. I'm Caitlin. When we come back from break, Simon will continue his very interesting conversation with us about audiobooks and narration. You are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Radio Network. Visit our radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kids' perspective. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. 
our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Caitlin Darrow, and today on Express Yourself, we're exploring the world of being an audio narrator for books. And I'm Yang Junwon. The growing audiobooks industry offers unique rewards and challenges for performers. Simon Vance is the critically acclaimed narrator of over 700 audiobooks, winner of 47 Audiophile Earphones Awards, and a 10-time Audio Award recipient, including the 2012 Audio Award for the Best Solo Male Narration. In addition to his extensive narration work, Simon Vance also worked many, many years at the BBC radio presenter and a newsreader in London. Based in the San Francisco Bay Area, he is now also traveling to and from Los Angeles and recently appeared in the CBS TV series Criminal Minds. Spoiler, he was murdered. <laughs> We're glad you <laughs> stayed with us, Simon. So can you tell us about your years with BBC? Yes. Um, let's see. How did that come about? Well, I, I was born and brought up in Brighton, which is a town on the south coast of England. It's about 50 miles away from London. And back in the 60s, the BBC started opening out local radio stations. I hope this story doesn't go on too long. I'll try and keep it short. But anyway, I, <laughs> uh, I had a very good friend whose dad was the arts producer at Radio Brighton. In one of my summer vacations from university, I went in there because I go to visit my friend who was also working there, this guy called Chris. Uh, his dad was Keith. He was the arts producer. And he came and one day said, do you want to earn some money, Simon? Uh, I said, yes. Well, I've got some tapes need editing so i said oh great so um i got backstage as it were in the radio thing uh over the next couple of summers i did vacation work there when i graduated from university i then i got a job at radio brighton for two and about two and a half years and then uh, the bbc has a wonderful system called um they're called attachments and if you're working in one department you can actually do a six-month attachment in a completely different department. Um, you know, sometimes people go off on vacation or sabbatical, they need to fill in, and they'll give that opportunity to people within the BBC. Um, and so I took an attachment to Radio 4 for six months, and uh, that was in 1983, and I stayed there. I got a job, and I stayed there till 1992. Um, and it was, it's called the, um, it was the, I think still is called the presentation department. 
of Radio 4. And back then, now they have many more now, but they have Radio 1, 2, 3, and 4. Radio 1 was pop music, popular music. Radio 2 was um, stuff, elder generation music, you might say. Um, Radio 3 was classical music. Radio 4 was the spoken word. And um, that's the, the network that was the uh, flagship of the BBC in, in England, so to speak. And they did plays, a lot of news, a lot of news programs. Uh, a lot of comedy, a lot of just spoken word entertainment. And the, it, the presentation department split into those uh, those newsroom shifts where you read the news and then the other shifts where you did the you ran the network. You sat there in a little cubicle and you introduced the programs and you, you know, made all the announcements at the beginning of the end. And also you did uh, you went off and recorded um, all the uh, announcements for plays and so on, so that uh, the programs could be all sort of ready-made and so on. And, and I did that, as I say, for about nine, nine or ten years in London. It was just wonderful. Met, met an, an awful lot of wonderful people. That's really incredible. And I was wondering, since you have narrated 700 books, which one was your favorite project, if you could choose? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm asked that, and it, it varies, it changes. <laughs> Um, and sometimes it's not, I mean, I love most of them, I would say 99% of them, very few books I've read that for some reason, they were just really difficult to get through, perhaps badly written and or, or something like that. Um, I know I have a strong connection with one particular book, because through it, I, I met the author. Um, and it was one of the first times that I, I did that. I now know quite a lot of authors um, uh, through the narrating of their books. But this was a, a fellow called Christopher Priest, who lives in Hastings in England, and he wrote a book called The Prestige, which was made into a movie, I think, within the last decade, with uh, Christian Bale and uh, Hugh Jackman, I think it is. Yes. It's a wonderful movie about magicians, and it was a, quite a complex book, and it's written in five parts, five different people, with some great little... Um, oh, uh, you know, you're not expecting them, surprises in the story. So I'm not going to give you any spoilers. But I, I, I talked to him about that book and we made friends. And every time I go to England, I meet him up, meet, meet up with him and have a cup of, cup of tea or a beer. Um, but other books, I mean, I, I know I had a great time with one of the classics of the 20th, 20th century, which was uh, Anthony Pohl's Dance to the Music of Time. And that was, uh, talked earlier about long books. This was This was a series of 12 novels. Um, but they've split it into four large chunks of three novels each, and it basically follows um, this fellow uh, through his life from being in public school when he's about 10 in the early part of the century all the way through the Second World War and into the 1970s. And it's a really good look at, um, at British society, the sort of the arty side of it and the aristocratic side and, and somewhat the working class side as well. Just a beautiful, a beautifully written book. And it's known as, as one of the classics of the, of the 20th century. Dance to the music of time. Beautiful, beautiful. That sounds very, very fascinating. I'll have to check that book out. Um, so I wanted, how do you keep track of all of the voices within a book? Do you write down the characters with clues to the voice or any highlighters? Because I'm sure in many books there are several characters. Of well, it's time for true confessions here. I'm terrible at keeping track. I mean, I do. I do it. <laughs> I do it, but other people are very much more efficient. Um, Scott Brick, who's also a very good narrator, he keeps a little file with audio files and so on and, and lists them in an Excel spreadsheet, I think. Um, I know people who highlight their scripts with different colored highlighters for the particular voices. Um, I I may have to change this as I get older and start forgetting things more easily, but it uh, <laughs> hasn't happened yet, thankfully. But um, when I, I, I get a picture in my head 
when I'm reading it. I described how Charles Dickens describes the character. I, I fix that idea in my head and the voice comes naturally with that character. Quite often, um, I will choose a voice based on a, an actor I've seen on TV or something like that. There was a very famous British actor called Alec Guinness. So Alec Guinness, and uh, he had a very distinctive voice. Um, and in my mind, I would hook Alec Guinness to this particular character. And I wouldn't forget when this character came back and go, oh, that's my Alec Guinness voice. Not to say that anybody listening, I'm not that good a mimic, would say, oh, there's Simon doing Alec Guinness. But but it would be it would be a way of anchoring that voice to me. And it would, may not sound like Alec Guinness to anybody else, but it's the way I anchored it in my head. So I, I just, uh, I, I use my memory to remember these characters. Of course, if... When I'm reading a book, a guy turns up in the second chapter and disappears and doesn't come back till chapter 65. Quite often, I will then have to go back um, and listen to what I recorded at the beginning. And uh, and I'll use that because I may well by that time have forgotten. And there are other things like the Girl with a Dragon Tattoo series. There were three books. Yeah. And I recorded those a year and a, a year apart, each one a year apart. So when it came to it, because I wasn't efficient and didn't make files and stuff, I had to go back and listen to parts of those books to remember exactly where I pitched the voices. Yeah, I love that series. And it's amazing how many books you've done. <laughs> yeah, well, it just happens, you know. It's like that journey of a thousand miles yeah. begins with the first step. <laughs> but what do you do when there are different languages or words that you don't understand? I always feel so bad for flight attendants who are always calling people's names and they have no idea how to pronounce them. It's difficult. Uh, you know, I, I think um, I mentioned about doing the Czechoslovakian soccer team or something and just going for it. That's not really permissible with a book because it's going to be sitting there for a long time. And an author may well have taken pride in choosing the names, whether he's created them himself in a fantasy book or they are real cities in his home country or whatever. It, it behooves us to go to the books, to go to the, the research and, and to find out how they're pronounced. You know, um, some publishers that I work for will do the research for you and I'll get pages and pages of, of words that they've checked up. Um, a lot of the time it's just down to me and as I'm going through I'll make a note and I'll go to my Webster's Geographical Dictionary or my Webster's Biographical Dictionary or the Oxford English Dictionary or, or, or an atlas or something like that or even I mean obviously these days do a lot of research online there are many many places you can go eventually um, and I did once there was an Israeli theatre company that, that was named I can't remember which one it was but I ended up phoning up the theatre company itself in Jerusalem <laughs> just to hear how they pronounce the name <laughs> So it's 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 down to us to to go for it. With the girl with the dragon tattoo, a lot of Swedish in that. Fortunately, back when I was in Brighton, we got a lot of foreign students uh, in the summer, language uh, students, and uh, I went out and made friends with a lot of them. And I, over the mid seventies, I I learnt or taught myself some Swedish and some Finnish. So I have a pretty good understanding of those languages. I couldn't. I couldn't do more than maybe count from one to ten in those languages now, but um, and actually swear proficiently, but I won't do that now. Um, but, um, <laughs> but thank you so much, Simon, yeah. for this fascinating journey of your audio narrating career. We'll be oh, paying welcome. close attention to audio voices from now on. Thank you, thank you. And to visit his website, go to simonvance.com. I'm Young Juan. And I'm Caitlin Darrow. Visit us at expressyourselfteenradio.com and, we'll, and also check us out on Tumblr at btsyaradio.tumblr.com.
12 years old, it seems as if nobody understands what you go through. You're not quite a teenager yet, but you're definitely not a little kid anymore. Tune in to Life at 12 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences, and because of this, they have the know-how to get you through 12 and on to 13 and beyond. It's a tough point in your life right now. Get the advice you need on Life at 12, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for us at keyword voice America. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly. Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids. We didn't invent kid talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself. On the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hey, thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Young Juwan, and today we are talking about our reading list for the year. Hi, I'm Caitlin Darrow, and it was very fascinating to learn so much about audiobooks in those last two segments. I never knew that one person could be the voice of so many. We want to remind you that Be The Star You Are is still collecting donations for Operation Disaster Relief Program to support the victims of the Midwest tornadoes. Please contribute your tax-deductible donation today so that we can help them rebuild their lives. Donate at bethestarur.org slash donate.htm. For more information on what we are doing to help, visit www.starstyleradio.com under e- events and click on Operation Tornado Relief. Thanks for helping. Now we'll go to our mega reader, our book and reporter, Courtney Chang. Hi, Courtney! Hey, Young Ju and Caitlin. I'm here with another segment of Book It. Today's topic just so happens to be right up my alley, but <laughs> unfortunately, I can't say that I've been reading or listening to as many things as I would like to on a day-to-day basis. In terms of listening, I'd like to start off by saying that I really don't keep up with the iTunes Top 25 or Top 100 or Top whatever at all. My type of listening is... Definitely more acoustic, think like YouTube artist style. Some of my favorites are Chester C., AJ Raphael, and Kina Granis. And for everyone out there who's not familiar with the growing community of artists on YouTube, please go check them out. They're all amazingly talented and deserve to get more attention. The more mainstream artists I listen to are Ed Sheeran, Parachute, and One Direction. I think One Direction is the black sheep of my favorite musical artist list because it's almost painfully mainstream for all of my other Indie slash hipster slash non mainstream <laughs> friends. 
They're loving that you give me a hard time being such a fangirl sometimes. For reading lists, I just try to read whatever I can get my hands on. In Berkeley, there are a ton of used bookstores, so when I had free time at the beginning of the year, I'd take out two or three hours of my day to visit a couple of them to buy whatever was interesting or just sit and read for an hour or two. A good book I picked up during one of these adventures was 11 Minutes by Paul Colejo. I'm not sure to pronounce the last name. I'm sorry if I butchered that. I really enjoyed this book because it took apart the aspect of love and relationships that most young adult novels don't usually explore nowadays. Another book I read over winter break was Good Omens by Terry Pratchett and Neil, and Neil Gaiman. This is a great book if you like parodies and comedies. I could keep going on by talking about books, so I'm going to stop myself here before I lose track of things. <laughs> <laughs> I really like Paul Coelho because I read The Alchemist, and I haven't been able to read any other books of his, but I'll definitely keep an eye out. Yeah, I think this was actually only the second book I read of his because like, I I read The Alchemist as well for one of my... um high school English classes, mm-hmm. and I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. But I just never had the chance to, like, go look for other books of his. But And this one was, like, $2 at a used bookstore. So, of course, I was like, yeah. of course I'm going to get it then. Used bookstores are used one of my favorite Yes, favorite they're places. amazing. <laughs> and, Caitlin, what are some of your favorite books or books that you want to read for this year, 2014? Well, I can definitely relate, Courtney, when you said that you haven't had a lot of time <laughs> reading and listening. I really have an entire list of books that I asked for for Christmas and I did get, which was very exciting. And they're all sitting in a pile in my room and I'm trying to get to them. Um, but among them is The Great Gatsby. Oh, yes. I, just, <laughs> I read that in class and I just fell in love with it. So I'd love to reread that. Um, and then some books that I haven't read yet. Um, James Franco just came out with um, a new book. I forget the title of it, but uh, a lot of my friends suggested it. And, of course, I love James Franco as an actor and <laughs> as a director and everything else that he does. So I'm sure that I'll like that book. Crossing my fingers that it's good because I spent a, a lot of money to get the hardcover <laughs> version. But I just assumed that I'd like it. Um, I think you wrote a book. What What is it about? You know, I think that it's like an autobiography type, but oh. not quite. It's like right. short stories about being an actor, mm-hmm. um, but I haven't quite delved into it yet. Um, mm-hmm. But maybe in a future <laughs> show, I'll have to give a little review um, because I know it's it's gotten some pretty re- good reviews from what I've read. Um, so I'm hoping that I like it as well. And then also, I've really been wanting to read Divergent because I have oh, not gone yes. to that yet. I saw the... Um, trailer for that movie and I remember my friend was telling me oh it's such a good read a few years ago so I'll have to put that back on my list Divergent um, I don't, someone remind me of what this one is about I recognize the title I don't remember what um, Caitlin can probably tell you more but from the trailer I gleaned that it was about a girl who is sent to a school and she's different she's different from all the other kids and they start a rebellion mm-hmm. yes yes um, from I pretty much have just read the back cover, but it kind of <laughs> reminded me almost of the Hunger Games yeah, okay. type okay. of feel, you know, where <laughs> they're all put into this new situation, um, and I, I think they're fighting for their lives. Yeah, I think I've, they um, are too. I'm not something sure. Of that sort. Yes, the trailer <laughs> looked a little bit aggressive, so I'm pretty sure something that is among it. So I do yeah. want to read that, and um, hopefully I will get around to it because it looked really, really good. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Courtney, for your secrets on books, music, and all things for the new year. I'm excited to write up my own reading list for 2014. And so there's nothing like 
quite like getting lost in a good book. I'm Young Juwan. I'm Caitlin Darrow. Make sure you're tuned in to Express Yourself Teen Radio every Tuesday at noon Pacific for the latest on what's happening with youth. Thanks to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and Kidstar for producing this show. Thanks to our Voice America Kids crew, especially Perry Damone and Bruce Solstein. Thanks to our guests from across the world. And thanks to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. Up next, a track from the Kidstar Album of the Month. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. Until next week, remember, be grateful, be kind, and read a book this week. Speak up and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Hello, my name is Cindy Marie from Phoenix, Arizona and host of Bookworm. The Kids Star Album of the Month this month is Back in School, Neil Brewer and Friends. Let's listen to Dodgeball. Look out, Mary's got the ball. And her eyes are set on you She's lean, she's mean, she's quick and tall There's nothing you can do One time she drew a beat on Fred Back when he first moved in She slung one straight upside his head Fred hasn't played since then We laughed when we first saw her throw With that wind-up fling and twirl Now every single kid I know Tries throwing like that girl But none of us have matched her way Perhaps it's in the eyes We only know that when she plays We drop like swatted flies Dodgeball, dodgeball Mary gonna make us fall It ought to be against the law She should even play it all Dodgeball, dodgeball, Mary sure is beautiful But friend, I wouldn't tell her that Cause she'll wind up hard And you'll wind up flat Same thing happens every day Mary puts us in our place Though we try, we cannot get away From that Mona Lisa face Each day we wonder who it is She's gonna level first And when she's through with what she does We all line up for the nurse Dodgeball, dodgeball Mary's gonna make us fall It ought to be against the law She should even play at all Dodgeball, dodgeball Mary sure is beautiful But friend, I wouldn't tell her that Cause she'll wind up job I'll do, but I can bet I'm the one girl who's gonna run, 
a wrecking crew. Dodgeball, dodgeball, Mary gonna make us fall. It ought to be against the law. She should even play it on. Dodgeball, dodgeball, Mary sure is beautiful. But friend, I wouldn't tell her that, cause she'll wind up hard. She gonna wind up hard. She's gonna wind up hard And you'll wind up flat Look out Mary's county ball And her eyes Are set on you The kid star of all the month is Back in School by Neil Brewer and Friends all musical proceeds Neil Brewer and friends received are donated to the Harvard Stem Cell Institute to put an end to muscular dystrophy. For more information, go to the Kitstar website, www.kitstar.org.